stream, send a stream going live. And we're live here on Facebook. Like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And like to welcome my buddy, Rich. Rich, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike. Got a really good Cairo adjustment, so it's, Me so it's a lot more comfortable to sit. A lot oh. more comfortable to be sitting as my tailbone is, I think it's just about there. Maybe a couple more adjustments, get it dialed in and get, get it in the right spot, and it'll be good to go. Awesome. Back to normal. That's, a, that's always um, a great feeling. It is. Mike, how, how have you been? We're doing great. Um, we got some big news, and uh, we'll share that next week. I think you next, already know. That's cool. I think you that's know cool. News, but, but, but anyway, we'll Mike, share it next uh, week. it's probably not the news, not the news you were thinking of. Mike, you 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 look like you got some really nice, nice uh, background going on behind yeah. you with, with the fish tank. Yeah. So you, I don't know if you guys can see it, but there are tiny, and they're they're coming to the front of the glass because they know when people are looking. But we have pea puffers in this tank here. Uh, we're super. I'm super excited. You guys are going to get to see them grow. Uh, they love interacting with people. So as they get used to me and me being here, they're going to come to the front of the tank. Uh, we might do so, like we might feed them right before so they'll be even more active. All that stuff going to be awesome. That's there. And then over on this side, uh, we have two uh, two uh, butterfly Chinese butterfly hillstream loaches that are going to go uh, to the to my wife's classroom tank and then that'll be back empty again we might put something some small stuff in there something fun um but we're not sure what we're going to do with that tank after that we might move another tank over here and get some fish that just like to swim around and do some cool stuff but yeah, yeah it's i'm really excited i, I, about I know you guys. get ex- i i know you get excited about your fish i don't like the fish but you like my I, small I'm okay, fish. I'm okay with little fish. I, I am okay with little fish. And these but, ones, uh, ne- neither one of these get really big. These ones are basically, the ones on that side, those guys are basically the size that they're always going to be. These guys are going to get bigger, but they're only going to be like an inch. So you're never going to worry yeah, about it. You're, probably. You'll, you liked you like my other fish in my big tank? Yeah. So anyway, we'll uh, anyway. you'll get to watch these guys grow. It's exciting. This is one of the things that I'm super excited about uh, from this week. But uh, Rich, how was your Thanksgiving week? Uh, you're, you you had a full week back at work, probably. Yeah, a full week back at work. That was kind of it was kind of a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, I, I think we turned a corner and we're headed. We're getting we're getting back on track at work. Awesome, awesome. So how was your work week, Mike, man, before we get into what we're going to talk about this week? So it's been a rough, like, so uh, we've gotten, we've had two snowstorms this week, uh, one on Tuesday, and then one that started at like 530 this evening, and I worked till six tonight. Uh, my drive home, uh, there were times I couldn't hardly see the front of my car, let alone any cars anywhere else driving home today it was yeah it took me a lot longer to get home than it normally does it took me about 40 minutes to get home instead of the normal 20 minutes so that was uh, a little hairy we made it work and uh yeah so rich um we got a big show for these folks today uh we are talking all things nfl past present future 
all the awesomeness. We got a bunch of stuff in the NFL. We do have our full power rankings this week. Uh, so we might do, we, depending on how time looks, we might spend some extra time in that. Rich, what other stuff do you have uh, that you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, Mike, we, we got to give you a heads up. We got to give you the World Cup as we've advanced to the knockout round. See how our three teams that we were kind of keeping an eye on um, are doing as well as talking college football as yeah. we have a top four. It's conference championship weekend and also an announcement on how the playoffs are going to be expanding. Yeah. But Mike, all that and more, but what do we got to do first? We got The intro! Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. So, Rich, uh, I, I just have to do a quick thing. Uh, from that roll the intro thing you get I think you get it but it's it's my nod to Nacho Libre my little okay. tiny nod to Nacho Libre and uh I don't remember where we were oh we were at we were at thanks family Thanksgiving last week and I did that and somebody looked at me and said how long can you hold that for and I I went a, I went almost a whole minute holding hmm. Nacho I'm not gonna do the whole thing for you because wow. Yeah, I went almost a whole minute, and they were rather impressed. And I was like, eh. Oh, I could have okay. probably gone Good longer. to know. Now you know Good where it know. comes from, at least, right? Yeah, and everybody that may or may not be listening to us knows where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. So we had a poll question last week. I'm pretty sure this was a big lopsided win, but we still got to give the results. Yeah. It was Take Me Home Country Roads yep. against all the small things. You know, and and if it wasn't for what this poll question was, which is uh, song jock jams, I probably would have voted differently. Uh, but, Rich, how did you vote? I voted Take Me Home Country Roads. But the reason why I kind of included all the small things into the list was... It was just so neat to see a song that you wouldn't normally expect to be sung by a crowd at in an arena watching the the avalanche during their playoff run to have the entire crowd break out and sing half of this song as an intermission break. Okay, but I like Country Home Take Me Roads better. Country Take Me Home Country Roads a lot better. So. I actually like all the small things, and I like the band better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Blink-182, much to my mother's chagrin. I'm not a huge John Denver fan. She loves him. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I I still voted for Take Me Home Country Road because when it, like, you, were you there, there the time that the, at the, the uh, River Bandits game? Where no, I I had to work late, and I was I'm glad that right. you brought that. I'm glad that you brought that up because that was really cool to hear that a bait that a ball player at that game. I think it was a 
It was a rogue guy, wasn't it? No, no, it was Chose one of that. our guys. It was a home guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it was a home guy of the band. It's choosing that song, and when they had to cut it off because the picture was about to be delivered, the crowd kept singing it. Oh, we totally did, and I loved it. And that's that really, that experience for me was the reason why I picked it. Yeah. But um, we, we had one vote for all the small things. So obviously, okay. Take Me Home, Country Road won. The one vote. So, so only. So why not give a shout out? Who was it? My wife, Danielle Hart, voted for awesome. all the small things. I'm like that's why my jaw was open because I did not expect that. But uh, Country Road, take take me home, Country Road. You, me, your wife, my sister, and your sister-in-law oh. all voted for Take Me Home, Country Road. All right, so we're probably going to have another lopsided lopsided result on this, but we're going to go with Living on a Prayer against Mr. Brightside. And I included Mr. Brightside because, again, it's one of those things where you see an entire stadium singing this, and it seems like it's done at every single home game. And where he found it at was with the University of Michigan. Oh. Michigan. Big House, Michigan, does this. Okay. I, so that's why I chose to include it. Man, this one's hard for me. I And I'm, I'll explain why next week it's even harder. This one's even harder than last week's was. But uh, that'll go live tomorrow sometime? Oh, yeah. I'll, I may get it for, oh, yeah, I'll probably do it sometime tomorrow okay. or maybe even tonight when we get done before I go to bed. Okay. All right, Mike, let's go to the gridiron. And, uh, oops, sorry. Um, you can find that poll either on our on either of our Facebook pages, Fans of Balls and Sticks, or Balls and Sticks, the podcast. All right, Good Mike, going over to the grid line, gridiron, it was an even week, Mike. So you had the honors of picking the picking the matchups first for both the lock and the upset, Mike. So, Mike, who'd you pick for your lock of the week? I picked the Eagles over the Packers. The Eagles won. Uh, the Packers put up a fight, but the Eagles still won, bringing my record to eight and four. Rich, what was the score of that game, Mike? Forty to thirty-four, Eagles. All right, Mike. So my lock of the week was the Dolphins over the Texans, and the Dolphins came through big for me as it was thirty to fifteen. Dolphins. I am now nine two and one. Mike, how'd your upset do? So my upset of the week. Uh, I picked the Panthers over the Broncos. They pulled it off, bringing me to 500. Rich, you picked the uh, – that was 23-10 to 10 in favor of the Panthers. Rich, you picked the Thank Browns you. over the Buccaneers. The Browns pulled it off in overtime, 23-17, to 17, bringing you also to 500. Rich, where did we pick on the Bears versus the Jets game? Well, Mike, we both picked the Jets, and that game wasn't even close, as it was thirty-one to ten. And I don't think the I don't think the score would have been any different if Justin Fields was out there playing a health with a healthy Justin Fields. I don't think that game would have been any closer. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't so know Mike, you're you're ten and two picking the Bears. I'm up to five hundred at six and six. I think I'm maybe being a little bit too hopeful 
of picking with my heart and what I want to see instead of what, what I think is actually going to happen. Yeah, and friend of the show, Matt Erickson, welcome to the show. Uh, I see your your reaction. You get the, sh- the first shout-out of the show today. Uh, stay tuned. You're going to be mad at us for where we put the Packers in our power rankings, but you'll want to argue with us on that later, so stay tuned for that. Rich, we had a Thursday night, Bills versus Patriots. I think the score, actually, we we both picked the Bills. I think the score doesn't do justice with how good that with how good that game ended up being. Let us know how that went. Uh, it was twenty four to ten. Bills bringing our both both of our records to ten and five, picking Thursday night football, Thursday night, or Thursday football games. Yeah. So, Rich, All right, Mike. let's do it. So, so were, were you surprised at any results coming out of week number 12? Oh, um, let me look at that again. Yeah, I mean, the biggest surprise for me was Cleveland beating Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay hasn't looked great, but they they, they started on that train of, we're figuring out how to win games. That's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And and that's been a more recent trend for them. That's not been their regular. And so to see them uh, to see them doing as poorly and losing that game really did uh, shock me on that. I thought Cleveland would have would have been able to or the, the Tampa Bay would have been able to pull that out. Um, and and at least stay in the 500 range. But, you know, alas, they are leading their division under 500. And, and they're five and six. Yeah. It's, <laughs> five and six. For yeah. me, kind of like the surprise game was Jacksonville over Baltimore. Okay. It came yeah. down to the wire, and if that's an upset in my mind. It's a huge upset in, and, in my mind. Man, but... I mean, I thought Jacksonville would be better than they actually were. So I, maybe with those victories like they had over the over Baltimore last week and earlier in the year when they beat the Superchargers, yeah, maybe that's showing a little bit of promise of what, what maybe could be to come if they can bring it all together in year two under Doug Peterson. So, Mike, let's go ahead and go to our power rankings. Okay. And how far down do you want to go? looking at our power rankings. So we'll do one through ten like we normally do. But then we're gonna okay. then we're gonna move over and do uh we're gonna tell you where we have all of the teams in the north. Okay. And then we'll close out with our bottom five. So all right. does that work so for Mike, you? That does work. So Mike, number one, I gotta go with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what? That's not a bad pick. Uh I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, let me pull that up real quick. Sorry. I was looking at a different page real quick just to make sure. Yeah, I have the Eagles at number one, too. Uh, at number two, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Mike, for this one, I got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's that's not a bad pick. Uh, I As of right now, if, I, if somebody put a gun to my head, I bet those are the two teams to make the – the Super Bowl, but that's not. I, I yeah, I don't know that that's where it ends up. Your your number one and number two are are probably the, have probably have the best odds to make the Super Bowl, 
And uh, I mean, I I can see the Viking. I can see why you have the Vikings not at number at number two. I have a number three, by the way. Oh, okay. So kind of like so kind of like me on this one. It came down to yeah, with similar records and they have some good wins. They have some good lot. They have some good losses. Yeah. I think the Vikings' losses look a lot better than the Colt than the Chiefs' losses. Yeah. But if it came, it came down to me of if it was Chiefs versus Vikings, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pick Kirk Cousins as your quarterback to to win in that game. By the way, guess where I have the Kansas City Chiefs, Rich? Do you have them at number three? Mike? I have them at number three. At number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. I went with the Bills here too. Okay. I, and I think that that's a, I mean, that those top four, those are obviously the top four teams in the league right now. I mean, I don't know. Number the, five, Mike. <laughs> number five, number I have five. the Miami Dolphins. I put the Dallas Cowboys here. Okay. Again, not a bad pick there. Uh, I have the, the Cowboys at six. Oh, uh, that's where I put the Dolphins. Um, number seven, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Me too. Number eight, I went with the Tennessee Titans. <coughs> Me too. Okay. At number nine, I have the Cincinnati Joe Burrows. I went with the San Francisco 49ers here. Okay. Uh, and I can get behind that. At number 10, I went to San Francisco 49ers. This is where I went with the Bengals. Okay. So um, where do you have... The other, t- let's start at the next highest seat for uh, the. Um, let's try not to overcomplicate it, Mike. Where do you have the Green Bay Packers? Uh, not where I have that at. Uh, I have. I put the. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep, I have the Green Bay Packers at number 23. Mike, I put him at number 20. Okay. And it's really hard. I can see why. Go ahead and explain why you why you put him at. So well, I put the Detroit the Lions at number 22. Okay. And here's the thing. We expect the Lions to be a terrible team. We did not expect a lot from them. They actually are showing up to be a better team than we thought they were going to be. The Green Bay Packers, we had expectations for them. I legitimately thought they, I, and I'm pretty sure I picked them to win the division. And I might have even picked them in my Super Bowl picks. I don't remember all the way. Rich, can you confirm or deny that? I, I do. I, I can. I had high expectations for these Green Bay Packers. I thought. Um, I have that your Super Bowl pick was the Tamp, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, that's right. over the Bills. You did have the Packers winning the division, though. Yeah, I have them winning. I had them winning the division. I think they were. I thought Aaron Rodgers had made have has made better out of worse, and uh, I'm not sure what's going on there, but it doesn't look good, and there is disaster written all over it. Um, I, I can't. I can't pick them as as my. I, I had to put them under the Detroit Lions for that reason. All right. So, Mike, this was one. Before we went on the air, I, I think I had the Packers at 18. And yep. the more you talked to me, the more you were talking me through it, saying, that's really too high. You got me to look at 
the teams that I had them over before, yeah. which was the Browns and the Falcons. Yeah. And you're, you look at who the Browns and the Falcons have beaten versus who the Packers have beaten. Yep. And they're, they have better victories. So I, that's what it caused me to move them down the 20. But the teams that I have in between the Lions, where I have at number 23, are the Saints and the Cardinals. Okay. I And, and again, I'm not mad at it. I'm just, this is and where maybe I the Lions. It. It, yeah, and maybe the Lions are looking at it, and I kind of look at the Lions' victories, and maybe I'm judging them a little harsher, and maybe they should be up a little higher than 23. Yeah. But... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much weight on the Packers' victory out of nowhere against the Cowboys, yep. while the Saints and the Cardinals have really kind of beat up on teams that are ranked lower than them for their victories. But at the same time, Detroit's beaten the Commanders and the Giants and the Packers. The Giants and the Commanders are right or fighting for a playoff spot, are in our on our above and are within in that. 11 to 15 range while the yep. Packers have have beaten while the Packers beat the Bears, the Patriots, and the Bucks. But they did get a win against the Cowboys. They did get a win against the Cowboys. And that win against the Cowboys team. really does a ton. Because that's a top five team. That's a division that's that team is going to win the division. So your argument that you don't think the the, the Cowboys is they're gonna win the division. Oh no, no, you're right, the Eagles. I forgot that the Eagles are in that division. Okay. So you're right. But they're still a solid playoff team. They're a team yeah. that you, yeah. So Now, well, by all means, if they continue their downward trajectory, they're also probably going to go down in my rankings. Yeah. But this is why I have them last this this week. We're reaching a deadline of we needed to start the show. So that's where I'm, that's where they're going to stay. Okay. Um, do we want it? Do you want to do the Bears now, or do you want to wait for them until we get to them in our bottom five? I, spoiler Let's alert: They're going to be in the bottom, bottom five. <laughs> they're just going yeah, to be in the bottom, bottom five. five. Like there's no there's no way to, to deny it. And uh, yeah, okay. So we start at the so bottom. Why, yeah. So why not why not start at the top of the list? If we okay. if we start our top if we start our top five of the top team, let's let's go down from least worst to worst okay 28 who do you have at number 28 at 28 i have the los angeles rams that's where i worked them down to okay before we went on the air and put that into the power rankings okay that was a team i think that you can look at how bad they're doing a lot of it's due to injuries yeah and a lot of it's due to not replacing Andrew Whitworth, who was the who was the anchor of their offensive line, and they're non-committal to uh, to their Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, yes, he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. Do you want to rush him back in a lost season? You're probably right. You're probably right there. So, but either All way, right, Mike. Um, timeout. We do have a we do have a show shout out. Uh, Sue Hart okay. says it's kind of late for a sh- for the show. Rich has some stuff to do in the morning, so we're going to get this done tonight. Uh, we'll be done here in a half hour or so. But, uh, Sue, if you're still watching, uh, I'm going to give you a call after the show. We might be able to work something out <laughs> on that thing we were working on earlier. So please stick around. Okay, with that being done, uh, 29 of the Carolina Panthers. Number two. 
Yeah, I, I got to give it to the Panthers as well. Okay. How they made it the four wins is beyond me, but hey, sometimes those divi- you get up for those division games and know what, if you're going to win your division or if you're going to have a rough year, you can at least hang your head on, well, at least we beat up on our own division. And that's what they've done. Yeah. The Saints, Buccaneers, and Falcons. Yeah. So good on them. Number okay. 30, Mike. 30, this is where I have the Denver Broncos. All right. I I put the Bears here. Okay. Why? Well, well I my, guess I guess what's your 31? Because my 31 is my, the Bears. This is where I have the Bears at 31. I, I put the Broncos at number 31. Okay. Why did you flip them? For me, how good – before the season started, and maybe even your power rankings week one, yeah. even though the Broncos lost, weren't the Broncos still in your top ten? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can agree to that. And before the season started, when we were trying to make our make our predictions on who could make who was gonna be who were gonna make the playoffs as wild cards and division winners, weren't kind of both of us debating that the Broncos could have made the Broncos could make the playoffs. Yeah, we totally could. We, yeah. I totally thought they could. How has the Broncos season gone so far? Yep. So so you're using the same logic I used for putting the Packers below the 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 Lions. Yeah, so here here's here's another thing, because I just looked at who they've beaten. Yep. So both teams have beaten the 49ers, both okay. teams have beaten the Texans. Okay. So which team is ranked higher? The Patriots or the Jaguars? Um for me. The Patriots. So, bam. There's the team that there's the odd team that they haven't beaten. The Patriots. We value, we're we ranking the Patriots higher than the Jaguars. Yep. So, that's why I went with the Bears over the Broncos. I That is not terrible logic. I, I don't flaw you for it. But here's my thing. Sometimes there are teams that are such dumpster fires... They don't deserve any better ranking than the bottom of the barrel. Right now, we have two of those teams. One of them is the Houston Texans. And I would argue the second is the Chicago Bears. How many times have you picked, how many times have you honestly expected to watch the Bears win a game against a mediocre opponent even? Based on my judgment that I'm six and six and picking the Bears and you're ten and two, probably more times, probably but, much more times than you. But I'm not even arguing that. I'm saying your your real expectation. Now, what you say on the show sometimes you sugarcoat it a little bit nicer and you let them do a little bit better. But what I'm saying is you probably even if we went through your if we went through your pickup, you probably. Still think about taking the Broncos in games that if the Bears were in those games, you'd never pick them. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm okay with that assessment. Also, I look forward. Look, let's, if, if we want to play the, the if game. And again, at some point, Rich, I'm surprised. I, I, was, I, I actually am slightly surprised with you as well. Um, with your power rankings overall, why haven't you started going to uh, if you're going to be in the playoffs? 
Because right now you have where do you have Tampa Bay? We we were talking about how terrible they are, but let's where do yeah. you have Tampa Bay? I got Tampa Bay at sixteen. That's it. And, but they're going to be a right playoff now, team. And right now, the Chargers aren't in line to get the playoffs. The Patriots aren't in line to get the playoffs. The Seahawks aren't in line to get a playoff spot. So why aren't you why aren't you doing your traditional around this time of year? This, and this is when you normally start doing that. That's why I, I was slightly surprised. We're we're five games because left think, in the season. Because I, I think Mike, because you you were beating me up about it. So I think I'm going to start it a little bit further back this year. Okay. And, and I'm not upset with it. I I actually like looking at the eye test and saying who's doing better and blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I wanted to know. Um, yeah. But let's look at the rest of the season. Um, oh, the rest of the season is going to be rough for the Bears. Okay. It's going to be rough. They get after the bye week. They got to have they welcome the Eagles in the town. Okay. They're not winning that game. Nope. After that, the Buffalo Bills come in the Chicago. Yeah. They're not going to win that game. They may go into Detroit and win that game. I don't even maybe. think I don't think that's a, I actually think that's going to be a loss. Okay. That's why I said maybe. And then they welcome the Vikings in the town. Yeah, and that that game I still hold true. Uh, I think that's going to be where they screw up getting the the number two pick overall in the draft. But let's look at the let's look at the the, the Denver Broncos. Okay, Denver Broncos next week or this week have let's look drum roll please they have the Baltimore Ravens. I actually nope. have that as a win. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, Mike. That's one of, one of those that I picked as an upset. Um, ne- the week af- next week, uh, next week, not this week, next week they have the Kansas City Chiefs. Nope. Nope. Um, where'd they go? Denver, Arizona. In, in the Mile High Stadium. Maybe. That's a that's a maybe. Then Denver plays the Los Angeles Rams. I could see that as a win. With right. The way the Rams are. Right. Okay. Seventeen. So so now we have two maybes even. Two maybes. The Bears hit zero. They play Kansas City again. They might win one of those games. It, they're divisional games, playing two games in three weeks. I'm going to say they probably they, they have a they have a chance. I'm not going to say a great mm-hmm. chance, but they have a chance at winning two of those games. Yeah, or one of those. I mean, games. the the only thing that you could probably say about both teams is Justin Fields has looked great from a numbers perspective. It's just on the games where he is on and the Bears' offense is putting up points, the defense just can't stop the other team from also putting up By points. the way, the last week of the season, they play the Chargers. That's a maybe. So we'll say two, and, yeah. three and a half maybes for the Denver Broncos. 
maybe. Versus one maybe for the Bears. I know. I think by the end yeah, of the maybe. year, you're going to you're gonna have a hard time picking the Bears to any higher than 32. I, I would not be surprised as well. But at the same time, I don't think they're ever going to get higher than 30 where they're at. By the way, by the way, uh, Houston, which is the worst team in the league right now, I, by far and away, Houston has Indy. Maybe. Uh, Houston has Jacksonville. Probably not, but still maybe. Okay. Houston has Tennessee. That's like going to be a loss. No. Uh, and then final uh, fifteen week 15, Houston has... A bye week? No, Houston has Kansas City. That's a loss. And this week, Houston has Dallas. So, Houston still has two maybe wins. By the way, if Houston wins two games, if Houston wins two of those games for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. guess who, who has the worst record in the league? The Chicago Bears. Yeah, likely there is a very distinct possibility that week 18 turns into the Bears playing for last place in the league. And I think and I and and I don't want to say it now, but I think this is how they screw it up. And they're going to lose that. They're going to they're going to win that game, losing the number one overall pick. Well, I don't think the Bears have much to worry about as far as a draft position because what they, they don't is... need a quarterback. They don't right. need a quarterback, and the team that's going to be picking number one more than likely, the Houston Texans, they're probably going to pick. They're probably either going to, A, select the best quarterback, or they're going to, B, they're going to move down a couple spots in the draft to trade the pick to somebody that really wants to have their choice of a quarterback. And they'll take one the one that's left over as long as they can stay within the top five. Here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna even so make a way, more bold prediction. So in a way, the Bears do have the number one pick by default because they're gonna get the best. They're still going to get the best non-quarterback player available. I oh man, there's so much I want to talk about on that. Uh, we're gonna wait until some of the downtime, but I would say that the Bears should trade down. Oh yeah, I, I totally agree. Trade Why down, not trade down. Two picks. I, I, there are teams that have two picks in the first round. Trade down to get those two picks. Let them pick whoever they want. Pick offensive linemen, offensive linemen, two offensive linemen in the first <laughs> round. Uh, and guess what they should do in the second round, Rich? Trade pick down more offensive linemen. Pick, pick up more <laughs> offensive linemen. You know what they need to do in the third round? Wide receivers. <laughs> Fourth round, more offensive linemen. <laughs> I'd argue it. I think I think you got to build up your defense a little bit there too. But uh, I, I'd say that they need a pass rusher and a, maybe a linebacker. But but yeah, I, you're, I, we always say offensive linemen, offensive linemen. <laughs> this is anyway. what we need to do. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that when it's time for that. We are not there yet. Um, All right. Okay. So Mike, anything else with power rankings before we give our picks for week number thirteen? Um, yes. Go ahead. I, I, I want to point out, I have Tampa, you have Tampa Bay at, at 16, and I was razzing you for it. I only have them at 15. <laughs> like, I, 
<laughs> they are not that like. Uh, I know it, it's if, tough to know how to the rank way, them because they're they, five and six, but technically they're going to make the playoffs. Here's here's one for you. Here's a question: If they didn't have mm-hmm. Tom Brady, if they didn't have Tom Brady, where do you put them in your rank? I think I might have them a little lower. I think I do too. Even if they were in the same position. If they didn't have Tom Brady and they were in the same position, I'd probably put uh, them, the Falcons, the Saints, and maybe even Jacksonville, all four of them just right in a row. And and say, light it on fire and dump them all. Yeah, but the scary thing is, is because Tom Brady knows how to win in the playoffs. It could just be a thing of, you know, don't worry about the record. Yeah. We're going to focus on winning the division and not worry about getting the bye week. And let's just get to the playoffs and then run the table. And, Rich, the last thing. And that I, could theoretically still happen. <laughs> the last thing I have to say is I have to apologize. By the way, check this out. We're on a sports show. Mm-hmm. We are on a sports show. I admit I was wrong and you were right it is a, a, a they are the nfc greatest not the nfc least like that nfc east is wow uh you at the beginning I didn't of the even year expect it to be that good at the beginning I mean, of the year giving... i gave you crap i thought maybe one of the teams I thought it, I thought they were going to look more like the South, and you said no, no, they're better than that. And I said you the were Eagles scratch- are- exactly. You were scratching your head. The Eagles winning the division. Look at them up. Look at that record. I I I mean, technically and the Dallas Cowboys could making, still win the division. Cow- the Cowboys being right back up there as a top five team and right on right on their heels of maybe getting yeah getting the pass them for the division. And who would have thought that the Washington Commanders would have this good of a record and the New York Football Giants would be this good? How about none of those teams are eliminated from being the division winner? None of them are. All of them can still win the division. How crazy is that? That is. And then you look at the you look at the Look at this. You look at the West where we both put the, I think we both put the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And wow. I don't don't even know if that's a, if you can qualify what they have as a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. It's worse than that. It's really, it's worse than a hangover. Um, And it's a lot of injury. It is a lot of injury, but man, that's, that's rough. Um, It's, it is hard. This year's rankings look crazy to me. Uh, the Eagles being at the top. The fact that all four of the teams in the NFC East, which I tried to convince you that they're still the NFC least, all four of them could make the playoffs. And they're all in the top 15, I think. No, I, no, have I the, think I, I have the commanders a little lower. We than both the have the commanders at 17, actually. But still, that NFC East is, is this sustainable for them, though? We'll see. That's the hard we'll part. See. Like, are we going to see, is next year it going to be the same? Or 
is it going to be like we've seen in the past where everybody but the bear or but the the cowboys in that division have one good year and then the rest of the time they're irrelevant i mean the eagles had two super bowl appearances in 3 years right winning one uh, I don't think it was that close together. But, but still, but they, yeah. they had two really good they, – they won the Super Bowl, and then they were irrelevant the next year. And they've been irrelevant since, and then all of a sudden they're back looking like the team to beat in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I know that, that part of it's parody, but look, I mean, it's – Part of it, and I guess this is where the big thing comes. Looking at the power rankings, look at how the the historical power rankings would have looked. Um, We we look at these and we're like, well, yeah, parity is a thing. But for the last 25 years, most of what you and I have been paying attention to football, you have Tom Brady at the top. You have the Green Bay Packers with – two arguably two two of the top five quarterbacks we've ever seen play the game and we have a smattering of other teams the cowboys have been for the most part relevant when you look at it those teams have been traditional count them in and now all of a sudden Look at our power rankings. They made if if you would have showed somebody these are, and told them that in 2023, if you would have if you would have shown them in 2020, the year of COVID, if you would have shown somebody these power rankings and said in 2023 this is what it's going to look like, they would look at you like you were crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can give you that. And I, you might have thought Kansas City. Sure, Kansas City. Buffalo, hang. Okay. Final note. That was my final note. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. All right, Mike. So week number 13, it is an on week, which means I have the honors of picking first. For my lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys beating the Indianapolis Colts. I like that. Um, You know what? I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs over the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know about that one, Mike. Okay. The game's in Cincinnati. You got Joe Burrow, Smoking Joe. I think think it's going to be a great game. I don't know if I would have taken this as a slam dunk, lock it in, push all my chips to the center, and I want my money. And going for it. I'm going for it. Okay. That's just my opinion. That's fine. Who do you have Up- for your upset special? My upset special is I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the 49ers. You know, I I don't even think that's really an upset. I think that's an evenly matched game. I don't think you'd be wrong. So I, so, I, so I actually here's like why. that one. Yeah. So here's why here. Mike McDaniel knows what Kyle Shanahan, knows what Shanahan's probably going to do. He knows what Jimmy Garoppolo is capable of doing. Yeah. And you've also got a recent trade 
of Jeff Wilson, their former starting running back. Yep. Yep. Now playing for the Dolphins. So you've got a recent guy that know, has knowledge of their playbook and what they do, what they like to do, and what they usually do. And I'm not saying that – hear what I'm saying, not what I'm – not what it implies. Okay. How often – look at the history of football in general, college and professionals – how often do we see somebody on a lower or, or on a higher branch of a tree of a coaching tree mm-hmm. beat the coach that that tree is named for? More often than not, the guy that his former boss ends up probably more than likely winning it. Yeah, because there's a so reason why he was with, the boss. Yeah, but I'm just looking at this. You know what? They both do about. They both have the same offensive philosophy and want to move the offense in the same fashion. So you know what? I needed an upset, so that's why I picked the Dolphins over the Niners. Okay, um, I, I don't think that's a bad pick, but the only but there, the only argument give your against pick, it, Mike, and then I'll maybe be give a couple other picks okay. that I almost picked instead of the Dolphins. I'm gonna pick Jacksonville Jaguars over the deep. Detroit Lions. Again, I only pick it because the I think it's actually an evenly again, I think this is actually more of an evenly matched game than an upset, but the way we do our pickings, we go off based off this week's power ranking or this week's pick distribution and mm-hmm. the Lions are favored over the Jaguars. Yeah. So the other matchups that I was almost tempted to pencil in and go with it were the Jets over the Vikings. I like my life, and I live up here. <laughs> exactly. And I was almost tempted to pick the Bengals over the Chiefs. I disagree with that one. I think the Chiefs are that upset. much better of a team. I, I I think they are a good lock. All right. So, Mike, the Bears will be taking on the Packers at Soldier Field. Okay. Justin Fields is going to be supposedly is working his way back to play in this game for some reason. So who's your pick? Um, Green and Bay. Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers may is still hurt, but he's fighting the. I'm going to play in this game. Um, I think you could put their third string quarterback in, and I still think Green Bay wins. Okay, I, I, I I'm picking. The, Here's what I'm their telling Their defense you is a better defense. Yeah, their offense is I'm, what's I'm causing problems the, this year. Their defense is a better defense. When we face a good defense, when the Bears face a good defense, they have a hard time. That's why I think that a the Packers are going to win. B our defense isn't going to be able to cut to to throw those schemes at Aaron Rodgers to mix anything up. And if it's not Aaron Rodgers, what are they going to do against uh, against Love? I don't think much. I gotta go with Green Bay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Green Bay here. I still haven't decided how I'm going to pick it for our pick'em challenge. Okay. Okay. If I'm being honest. And Thursday night football, Amazon's going to give us a great game this week, Mike. I think I'm busy the, that day. As the Las Vegas Raiders are going to go to L.A. to take on the Rams at SoFi. I think I'm busy that day. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be tuning into Amazon Prime for this one either. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Is there a World Cup game on during that? 
Huh? Is there a World Cup game going on during that? No, uh, there probably is. Okay, I'll watch that then. So, anywho, I'm going with the Raiders because the Rams are now on their third-string quarterback. Their two best receivers in Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup are gone. And there are still a lot of Raider fans in Los Angeles, and Raider fans travel. So I think that's, once again, it's almost like the Rams are going to be playing a road game in their own stadium. Yeah. Um, I picked the Rams pregame. I'm actually going to change that to the Raiders. Uh, I don't blame you. The Rams on a third-string quarterback, that's not a you, – you can't do that. So, okay. Um, quick – Quick hit for the NFL before we uh, get into World Cup quick hit and spoiler alerts because we we spent way more time uh, talking about other things than we needed you to. You know what? Let's not worry about the mass thing. Well, well we got to talk about college football, I guess. If we, we're, but what's up with Drew Brees? You put it as our show title and you have it in our outline. Tell the folks a little bit about Drew Brees. So apparently this morning, Drew Brees, there was a video that surfaced that showed Drew Brees nearly or actually getting struck by lightning. Um, it was unclear um, and nobody knew what was going on. So uh, information was coming in slowly and, and nobody knew it was being reported. Uh, nobody was reporting. No, no real newscasters were reporting it as news news. Um, but there were enough that. And it looked like, so they said that that's what happened. There were a lot of people saying that's what happened. There's actually reports that say it happened. Um, people trying to make sure Drew Brees is alive and well. Uh, some Somebody reached directly out to him. He said he was fine. Uh, didn't know what they were talking about. And then uh, about an hour, and, and about, so he was on set of a, of a commercial shoot and apparently was struck by lightning. That's what a video showed. Uh, they did a, it, it really did. Like it was somebody recording a cell phone, like, Hey, check out where I'm at. And all of a sudden a lightning bolt strikes and we don't know what's going on. Uh, that's all we saw. Uh, and then points bet, which is the, the, uh, the people that were shooting it tweeted. We are aware of the news reports of, uh, Drew Brees. And we are monitoring the situation closely. That's what they put on the internet. Ooh. Huh. About an hour and a half later after the reports start coming in. And and about 45 minutes later, Drew Brees says he's fine. Uh, and then about an hour after that, or about 45 minutes after that, uh, PointsBet releases the second part video of Drew Brees getting a, in an ambulance saying, Man, that's crazy. Blah blah blah. Uh, I'm I'm glad that we're doing. I'm glad I'm okay. I gotta finish this commercial. Hopefully, lightning doesn't strike twice. And it turns out that it was a, just a stunt. The whole thing was a stunt. Now, I don't mind if you release that video. And in fact, so so you asked the question, and I'll let you ask the question now. How does Drew Brees sign off on this? Yeah. How I don't does... think that's what happened. Huh. Here's what I think happened. Drew Brees shot the commercial thinking, oh, this is going to be a Super Bowl ad. Mm -hmm. The two-part, three-part Super Bowl ads that we've come used to that have something shocking happen in them. Literally in this case. 
shoots this video as part of the video, uh, expects it all to come out for that Super Bowl ad and, and be fun and blah, blah, blah. Um, then PointsBet releases it today and then makes that tweet to make it seem like an actual situation. That's where I have a problem. Yeah, because, I mean, it's one thing to have a shocking stunt video and then wait to release the second part and then let people worry. Um, that looked really realistic. Like, you were almost, sh like, this was a, all right, this is the only day we can shoot this commercial. Screw the weather. Let's shoot. And lightning somehow strikes in the area. It doesn't mean that Drew Brees was the one that got struck or it was somebody near the camera. Yep. That got struck or the ground got struck near the guys doing the cell phone video and he reacts of crap that was too close and drops his phone. Because that's what it kind of looked like when yep. I watched the ad. But to, to say that all oh, this is a stunt and then having to and then having to make statements of make statements to explain why what the stunt was kind of defeats the purpose but they, of the camp of the marketing <laughs> but they never explained what the stunt was mm. they never explained it they just basically said oh we hope we're monitoring the situation we hope your breeze is okay as if they thought it like as if it was a real thing yeah i, I think that's that where the i have more, a problem yeah the better thing would have been with we're monitoring the situation not to say what that it was that Drew Brees is okay, or we're monitoring to see how Drew Brees is doing, or yeah, who may weren't expecting that to happen on set today might yeah. have been a better a better statement of we're monitoring the situation. Yeah, I either way, I'm not happy. Or how about I think it was we're, dumb. we're we are monitoring the situation. Everybody is okay on set. Yep, that's fine. Whatever. Who cares? Right, I'm done with right. it. That, they, they got up. more of, a, of my time than I wanted to really give them after I found out it was fake, but I had forgot that I put it on there. So, uh, World Cup. Um, all three teams we like uh, advance to the knockout round. The U.S. is facing the Netherlands tomorrow at 9 a.m. Check it out if you're in the Central, 9 a.m. Central time on Fox. Uh, Fox also has uh, Australia-Argentina at 1, um, and then England plays Senegal on Sunday at 1 you'll be watching right, the NFL. Mike. So, how are we at a, where are we at on time Mike? 55 minutes. Well, Mike, let's skip let's college not football. Talk, let's not talk about the college football expansion. No, we wouldn't I, even we don't even need yeah, to talk about any of it. it. We don't do yeah, we don't right. talk about it enough. We'll talk about it next week when it actually cuz we have a top 4 Wait, but it's going to change this week as depending on Not how really. stuff happens depending on how these oh, yeah. games go it will change so it doesn't matter we'll talk let's wait till next week yep um okay mass singer spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert you have been warned if you don't want to know what happened for mass singer last week this week and how it ended go go away come back next week we we won't be talking about it then if you want to know about it Stick with us. If you have comments, put them in the comments below, uh, either on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook, or message us on Facebook or whatever. Anyway, okay, that's enough. Rich, uh, let's talk last week. Uh, the first episode we got was 
uh, Blackout Wednesday. Uh, we that, got an, no, that was Scary Wednesday. Okay, Scary Wednesday, but it's what what should have been like a Halloween episode, but they didn't get to air it on Halloween. Right. So anyway, we had the Scarecrow. Yep. The Scarecrow. Um, the the snowstorm. And puffin stuffs or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the scarecrow, who I thought did pretty well, yeah. I liked what she did, yeah. decided to unmask herself, give herself up before the official results could be released on yep. who would be unmasking first. Yep. And it was scary movie icon Linda Blair. Yeah. From The Exorcist. Yeah, that was kind of awesome. Um, she did a great yeah. job. And she actually, she said what I've been, what you and I have been saying, and part of why we cover this show, they give the world something different other than politics and all the crazy BS that's going on in the world. They do something different, and it's awesome. It's, a, it's an hour a week that we don't have to worry about any of it. And I, I love it. Yep. Yes, and the second person that unmasked that night was, I don't remember the character's name, he looked like a caterpillar, and, um... Oh, yeah, 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 um... It was the guy that wrote the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah, which I thought he did terrible in his, uh, competition songs. Yeah, I, I didn't really like him in the competition song either. I, I was so shocked. coming out of the episode, it was the snowstorm that ended up winning and moving on to the semifinals, which saw all three queens, queens. battling it yeah. out. By the way, Queen. uh, no so, male singers advanced. I, and I, I'm warning you, I got a spoiler for it. I haven't seen the actual episode. I'm super sad. I'm super stoked to see what happened, but I'm sad that I haven't yet. Um, but we needed to cover it because it's over, and we needed to get to that. That's needed to happen. So, so what, I guess one one quick question we got, Mike. Yeah. So you know that the semifinals and the finals was going to be an all-female finals. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Were there any male performers no. that you could have made an argument for that should have moved on? Um, I know who you're going to argue for. Okay. And who he lost to, he deserved to lose to. Who do you think it is, Mike? I think you're going to say Johnny Rotten. No. Oh, okay. Johnny Rotten wasn't even on this. Oh, no, no, no. Who was it? The not the the rocker that you... The nope, not bride. the bride. Oh, okay. Not the bride. The guy that I thought was... If he was in a different group, he would have gone through a lot... He would have gone a lot further in the show. Or if they were going through a previous format of not this really weird format yeah. that they chose to use this year, Mario Cantone as the maze. Yeah, I agree with that. He was really, really good. I, and I thought he was better than the Robo Girl. Yeah, uh, I think... I think uh, everybody... I, I think the last group in general... I don't oh, know. The that last group was horrible. Everybody last group was horrible. And I'm talking, I'm talking not the, I'm not talking like the, the scary week. I'm talking everybody in the last group, including the snowstorm who I think 
did a really amazing job. But she had the easiest path to the semifinals. She, A, had the easiest path, and B, um, I think there were people in the first two groups that totally would have kicked her butt. Yep. I totally think there are people that would have kicked her butt in the first two rounds. Um, And I don't think she deserved – I don't think – I think if it was regular format, I don't think she would have made it as far as she did. If they if they would have done everybody the first week and then even eliminated or done three a group people. B, A B C and then a more traditional A B C where you got to see somebody sing more than one time or uh, two times. I think in if a show. she would have been in group C, I think group C she was probably the best in group C but it was close. But if you yeah, but if you would have put the snowstorm in group A, oh, would she have made it that far? Never. No. Never. If you put her in group B, would she have made it that far? No. 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 Okay. So anyway, so we had our semifinal episode, but which Rich, was which was episode 2. Yep. of what aired Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week. The week yep. of Thanksgiving. Yep. Which you didn't get a chance to watch, which is what no, I did covered on last week's show. Right, right, right. Last week's show, which saw the Lambs return, yep. the Harp return, yep. and the Snowstorm. And I think, Mike, how did th- that turn out? They did amazingly. All three of them. Five, all five of them? Yeah, like, five. All five of those singers did amazingly well. I do think. So they did a battle. All three. Um, I think. I think groups are unfair, especially when you have a group as good as the Lambs, whose harmonies were so on point, and their ability to sing together was so tuned that it made it unfair for any but for almost everybody else. Yeah, and I so think I think if it would have been just one of the lambs versus the snowstorm, I think the snowstorm might have gone on. Right on, you 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 kind of took it because if you looked at if you were kind of critiquing on the parts of the songs where they can where they were taking turns singing lines before going back to harmonizing individually, they didn't really stand out as individuals. Yeah, it's their harmony parts and singing together that set yeah. them apart. Hundred percent agree, um, and so who was the snow? So who out of those three who moved on to the finals, which is an episode you technically has have not watched yet? Um, so the harp and the lambs moved on, which I, I again I'm not upset with either of those two moving on. I think it's a slightly unfair advantage, but that doesn't mean uh, that doesn't mean I think it's terrible. I, I'm not upset with it. All right, and who was the snowstorm like? Because um, I honestly I don't remember. I'm sorry. It was uh, that comedian. The the um, oh man, what was her name? Uh, Nikki Glazer. Yeah, Nikki Glazer. I had no clue she could sing that well. No clue. No she was clue. great, and I loved that it was all about Bob Saget. I talked to Bob Saget in in. And going through this show, and he said it changed his life. Yeah. That he had a great time doing it, and hey, you should totally go try and get on this show. And she did it. Yeah. 
and she did really good yeah. considering you never knew it was her. Yeah, totally agree. So Mike, then we had the finals, which yep. you haven't ha had a chance to watch, but I'm sure through no fault of your own, you've seen new stories to see who's won, correct? I, I'm looking at it right now because of the show and I'm okay with that. I, I, I told my, like my wife was falling asleep while we were trying to watch it. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it without you. Cause these artists are amazing and we totally deserve, like, I, I know that we want to watch it together and so yeah. we're going to yeah, watch I don't it blame and, you. and we're still going to watch it. Was it was awesome. It was an awesome show, Mike. And for my, and, and I, and, and I hope knowing who these people are, isn't going to change your opinion of the show. But I think if you take, if you are if you are voting for the winner of the show just based off of the their performances in the final episode no doubt in my mind you will see why that person won i i but i think that she should have won after based on if you only go if you went off that throwdown in the in the semifinals she mm -hmm. destroyed everybody like I don't even think I think the Lambs could have were they were they had those great harmonies in that showdown that I got to watch and I still think that the harp did a much better job than the Lambs did and I think you should have just handed her the crown right then and there and said you won thank you y'all we were supposed yeah. to have another two shows on this there's no need this girl can sing and boy mm -hmm. can she but we'll get yeah. to that in a second so anyway so your second place finishers, Mike, and I, I'm sorry that I'm sure, well, you already know because you read the story. Yep. The Lambs were Wilson Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's not good who I thought they were. Who did you not think who they I were? Thought it would, not who I thought they were. I, I, I was going on what Robin Thicke was playing down and saying to the Dixie Chicks. I thought the Dixie Chicks the whole time. I actually said that. In the the first time I saw them, I told my wife, I think it's the Dixie Chicks. First time All I right. saw them, the before harp. anybody else said anything. And the harp yeah. is Amber Riley. Um, man, that girl can sing. I know her from Glee, of watching the Fox television show Glee. I've never and seen she that She was awesome on Glee. And she was like a more of a background character that sometimes had to fight her way to get the recognition of her being a great singer that she was because of being overshadowed by so much more talent within that unrealistic having that big of a group of talented kids in a small high school in the middle of Ohio but this anyway, makes me want to watch Riley Glee was awesome I I've, um I, I listened to the I listened to the um off the beat with Brian Baumgartner from The Office, mm -hmm. and he had two two people from Glee on it this week, and it made me think, man, I should probably check that show out. It, it, everybody said it was great, and now knowing Amber, I, I loved it. I be, totally want to watch. Be, the by show. all means, here's what I recommend doing: if you choose to watch Glee, once the main cast graduates from high school and they split the show between following some of the characters as they go off to New York City to chase their dreams at a performing arts school and they still kind of focus on the people that are in high school, just stop watching after that point. It's okay. crap after that. Either way, I don't care. Uh, I thought that the heart, I, like, from the beginning I said, I don't understand how the heart doesn't just win already. 
She won. She deserved it. It's awesome. So, yeah. Rich, she that, didn't disappoint. She, she did not. not disappoint in the final. And I'm looking You'll forward to watching it. Uh, we we watched the first. I watched the first ten minutes of it, and my wife was sleeping on my arm, and I felt terrible, so I turned it off right before her first performance of the night. Uh, I it, man, I'm so excited to watch it. Um, Rich, people are watching us on Facebook, but they want to listen to us in their cars while they drive around. What should they do? Look up Balls and Sticks, the podcast, wherever you find all of your other podcasts that you subscribe to. You can find us anywhere. If you don't find us on one service, switch over to another one that you might pull podcasts from. And more than likely, we'll be on that one. Okay. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Yep. Mike, if they're watching us on Facebook Live or listening to us in podcast land, but they really don't, but they want to, where else can they find us if they want to see you, the live feed video? If you want to watch the video uh, of Rich Or the recording, I, the recording of the video. If you want to watch the video of Rich and I, check us out on YouTube. Look up Balls and Sticks. Look for Rich and I playing baseball together. Uh, and if you want to participate in the poll questions, check us out on Facebook, either at Fans of Balls and Sticks or our main page of Balls and Sticks. Uh, Rich, one last thing. I do have to give a shout-out. Um, a really good friend of mine just got his first full-length distri- movie that he edited. Get a distribution right. deal. It is now available on Amazon Prime. It is also Anne Hesh's last movie, What Remains. Go check it out. Uh, it, it's $19.99 on Amazon and I think the same price on Apple TV, Apple, whatever, uh, you can pick it up. Seriously, folks, go check it out. Um, the editor is uh, a good friend of mine, Lonnie Irvin. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to actually, after I'm done here, I'm probably going to stay up and watch it all night, and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, there you go. Rich, with that, do you have any shout-outs? Then what should I we do? Not, Mike. Mike, let's go ahead and roll that Outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.